What's up, y'all? This is Sam, basics of Void Vader, and you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Epitome of Stupidity. Hi there. I think uh, we should reintroduce ourselves. Episode 70. 70. Nice even number going on, even though it's really like 75, but who cares? Who's keeping count? Right in the body. Welcome back to another soothing, soothing episode. We have a hell of a show coming for you today. Smooth talking, Brian. We've completely changed how we talk since the last time you heard us. Don't All three of you. Don't assume what I'm going to do. Um, let's see, what else is, oh, we got something going on in the background. In the background, you've got Void Vader, their song, Nothing to Lose. They are a lot of fun, and uh, they're going to be more fun here shortly. Until I then. am Clint. I'm Brian. That's Brian, just in case you forgot. Yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know what button to hit to record. I'm still trying to find my way into your basement. That's an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> If I ever heard one. And we're back. All right. <laughs> so now what? Now we got to talk about what you're listening what to. What we've been so, listening to in the past, I don't know, what is it? Day 634 now? How long ago was it the Basque show? Was it? Has it been a month? Uh, it's been more than a month. More than a month. Yeah. Well, so Clint's got a lot to tell you. Yes. So you should go first. I don't have anything to say. You have to have something to say. It's been a year. I, <laughs> I haven't been on any... Kicks are, I mean, every Friday I look up some new music, and that's really about it. I have listened to the new Trivium twice, and it's it's not as good as I thought riff-wise, but I don't absolutely hate it like I assumed I would. You're right. Um, you don't have anything to say. Of course, Moontooth, when the sun's shining, i got to get that in. <laughs> and my um, satellite radio is really just kicking my ass. I don't do much um, iTunes listening because I just, that metal station and the, all the rock ones just fucking kill it, kill it all. That's disgusting. It's good. Ugh. I uh, uh, I got stuck in an Aussie groove, which, you know, Brian will be happy to tell you that that's been my thing for, I don't know, my whole life. True. Um, I, I got to checking out a band called Loathe that is kind of like um, Code Orange and Deftones put together. I'm, I'm trying really hard to not be so much musically... Get off my lawn, old guy. This stuff is new and different. I can't listen to it. I, I still can't really get into the Code Orange thing. I can do this loathe stuff. It's all right. I've come back to it a couple times. What I'm saying is, I'm trying. I've, I've listened to, uh, what's the one I like? I always get them all confused. Is it, be, is it Between the Buried and Me? Yes, that is, is that the, the one. That, is that the one I like? I, or, I don't know. Because there's Upon a Burning Body. I think Upon a Burning Body is the one you like. Everyone's good. That's one I listen to a couple times. Yes. This segment brought to you by a big old get off my lawn guy. It's called What's That Thing I Like? Yeah. Uh I I've, I've done some Call of Luna. So I, I usually get annoyed with the whole, you know, thirteen years ago on this day this album was released. I love that. 
I get so annoyed with that, but I, I guess I'm just annoyed generally. Uh, but I did see the other day that Colta Luna's somewhere along the highway had its 14 year anniversary. So I listened to that for like two straight days and it's still beautiful. I love it a lot. I've listened to some Russian circles. Good for you. Yeah. I did that. Look at you doing stuff like a big kid. Just trying to get inspired. Uh, speaking of inspired, Elder put out a new album that uh, everybody's, you know, cancel album of the year uh, competitions because Elder's already won it. I'm not going to go that far, but it is pretty good. Mm. Uh, Pearl Jam put out a new album that I was listening to. Still never listened to it. It's, it's good. <laughs> I could do without like the light. It ends on like three slow songs, and I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. Uh, Still rocking that Heaven Shall Burn. And uh, I got a sweet-ass koozie recently. <laughs> Wu-Tang can. Koozie shout-out. And it uh, it got me listening to some fucking Wu-Tang the other day, too. Cause they ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> well, you know, what the hell? How could you not like Wu-Tang? I just don't get it. Speaking of Wu-Tang. Yes, here's a... Let's talk to a bass player. Fucking sharp right <laughs> turn. Um, Wu-Tang's fun. So are these guys. Let's... You, you use that one all the time, though. Well, well, you well, know, it makes it even better than mine. It's not. It's not. It's worse. That's the point. We both did something bad. <laughs> Welcome back to our show. <laughs> um, speaking of dumb things that still aren't funny, you want to make some number noises? <laughs> dumb things that still aren't funny. Uh, what's his name? Sam. Sam. I had, to, I had to make sure I got the right number here, so we're calling Sam. Right. Okay. Ring. And he picked up. On the horn, we have Sam, a Void Vader, who is, uh, he volunteered, uh, he didn't volunteer, but he did agree to talk to us at 9 a.m. in the morning, his time, while it's noon here, and I'm half drunk. <laughs> Sam, how are you? I'm good, man. It ain't that early. It's all good. Buddy, it, you Happy haven't to talked to us long enough to know that it's, it's really <laughs> that bad. Straight from California. <laughs> Where, yeah, it's easy waking up out here, man. Beautiful, I'm sure. Yeah, I bet. Oh yeah. So uh I, I see you with the big green coffee mug there. How how's things going so far today? So far so good, man. I'm on epitome of stupidity. It's a good way to start the day. <laughs> <laughs> um so Sam, as, as previously mentioned, is with Void Vader and they are uh they they do the not often done trick of being fun and metal but not being a caricature. The, right on. That's a cool way of putting it. I haven't heard that one before. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a damn near impossible combination. I, I think the biggest question we're going to ask you today, Sam, is how the fuck do you pull that off? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, well, I think it's because Void Vader is a pretty authentic, real band. You know what I mean? Everybody in the band has been playing music and has been passionate about it since they were a little-ass kid. Um, and I think something in this lineup, there's a, uh, an authenticity that transcends kind of being like a campy kind of deal. You know what I mean? Like everybody can shred and we're all a bunch of, you know, idiot goombas that just want to hang out and have a good time. <laughs> but there, you know, there's a, there's a balance, which I guess is kind of like how life is anyway. You got to kind of balance all the, the stupid shit and the, the serious shit, you know what I mean? So People seem to dig it. That's why I'm on here, right? Right. You guys have heard about us. So exactly. Exactly. We're doing all right. It's just fun, man. Being in a band's fucking fun. Being in Void Vader's a lot of fucking fun. So Dude. not being able to play and, you know, 
I'm glad we can still do shit like this because if I couldn't talk to anybody or like if we weren't even recording an album or anything, we'd probably be going nuts. But I just miss playing live. That's all. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, and, and I guess we can. Well, I, I guess we might as well address that right off. How is Corona uh, World affecting Void Vader? How many how many shows uh, have you guys had to cancel? Well, how many? We, yeah, I mean, we had a we had a tour. We were in the middle of tour when we had to turn around and come home. We were in San Antonio, Texas, and uh, we ended up getting holed up there for five days, just kind of trying to figure out whether we keep going or whether this is just all going to get shut down. We didn't want to like keep driving and then just have the shows kind of start falling off and get all the way to you know Louisiana and be two states further than we should have been. You right, know what I mean? Right. So we were kind of just playing a waiting game and taking it day by day. And um, we finally ended up having to turn back. We got back to LA on the 20th and of March. And since then it's just been a lot of, uh, I've just been like working out and trying to write riffs, but Lucas is in the studio with, uh, with actually Mike from devil driver. That's who we're recording guitars for this new record with. Nice. Uh, he's been tracking over at his pad, just the two of them, you know, um, which I wish I could be there, but you know, given the, Given the circumstances, it's probably best that I that any you know that it's as minimal as possible, just for Mike's sake too. I'm not sure how he like how comfortable with it he is. You right. know what I mean? But Lucas is killing it. There's a couple of videos on our Instagram story that uh, when this comes out, it won't be on there anymore. But hopefully, there's some more videos of either Eric tracking leads or me playing bass or something. So I mean, we got eight new songs that are coming out soon. Fuck yeah! Uh, hopefully by the end of the year. So, and I mean, you guys just put out a full your first full album last year. Uh, Ripple re-released it. Yeah, Stranded initially came out um, in March of 2019. We self-released it, and then we did a tour through Brooklyn, New York, uh, in May of that year. And Matt Bacon, who's actually been on this podcast, yes, uh, he's a good friend of ours. He uh, he saw the show and talked to Todd over at Ripple Music, and we ended up getting a deal out of it. So Ripple Music re-released Stranded. We added two more songs on it. That came out of uh, November of 2019. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I'm hoping it'll be out before like a full year's time, just because I just fucking like to write music, man. Yeah. That's kind of how old, you know. Metallica did a band, a record every year or two, right? And it kind of had eight songs on it, which mm -hmm. is kind of a, a cool template to follow. So, hell yeah, we're stoked, dude. We should have some new music this summer, even too. I can talk a little bit about that. Lucas doesn't like me talking about it, but I want to just scream at the world about what we have coming up. <laughs> perfect platform. Have at it. Exactly. <laughs> tell you what. Imagine I asked the perfect question that led you to it and just tell us about it. <laughs> well, okay. So if you guys are going to twist my arm about it, um, <laughs> we're going to release a seven-inch split with a band called Moss Generator that's also a, a Ripple Music band. Tony has um, actually been on the show. Oh, no shit. Yep. He was on... Uh, we did... Uh, he was... Uh, he was part of uh, Magnetic Eyes, The Wall Redux. Yeah. And we did a big nice. big thing with that and talked to Tony there. That's sick. I got to go back and check that out. Yeah, so they're, uh, we're doing a, a seven-inch split with them, and it's going to be Queen covers. So we're doing a cover of Tie Your Mother Down. Yeah. Um, and I'm not entirely sure what they're doing, but it's going to be like a cool collector's like seven-inch kind of old-school split with two bands just throwing one song on each side. You know, it's going to have a big old... Big old 45 circle for your adapter on the record player and shit. It's going to be cool. That's awesome, man. Um, the art's really sick. Our buddy Max, who did our album cover and the, the monster uh, design shirt that's on our band camp and big cartel stores, he usually does a bunch of our art. He's really talented. That's Pro Master sweet. Visual Decay is his name. He does the stuff for Haunt, and he plays in a band called the Death Wheelers, and he's got some really cool shit. 
Hell yeah. Um, speaking of records and all that, and to kind of tie it back to Corona World, you know, we, we've talked about the the downside of all this, but has there been any upside? There's been a lot of band camp things. There's been a lot of people trying to support the community and all that. Have, uh, ha- have you guys noticed any of that end of it? I'm going to the post office way more often than I want to. That's for <laughs> sure, which is a good thing. Right. Because that means I'm sending out orders, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah, dude, it's it's a trip to see people come together in this way. Uh, and lots of, like, ideas I've heard as far as, like, how bands are going to continue to thrive and get through this. Just because if there's not going to be live music, uh, last I heard in L.A. is until fall of 2021. Yeah, so, I saw that, too. Uh, so if, if there's not going to be live music, then it may have to go back to, like, an old school kind of deal where people are actually like purchasing music and you see all these kind of like underground zines or subscriptions come out, you know what I mean? Cause I've just been hearing about all these different little, little groups around the country. Just like, what if we did this? What could we do? You know, you and all their friends and resources, which is cool to see, you know what I mean? Right. It's, um, everybody's definitely come together in a, in a huge way, you know? Yeah. It's funny what a, a fucking pandemic will do. So, um, who'd have thunk? Not me. The, uh, going back to, <laughs> let, let's tie it back to stranded here. Uh, it, it originally came out in March and then re-released in November. I, I know you guys are writing and recording new stuff. Well, now I know that you guys are writing and recording new stuff, but, uh, Let's talk a little bit about Stranded and the process of getting through it. What uh, I, I right see on. that I see that you guys ended up with Ulrich Wild. How the hell did that happen? Uh, well, Ulrich used to come out to shows all the time in LA, and just uh, he's a super accomplished dude, and he's a really you know genuine family man and dad. And I think that part of him wanted to uh, to help like the current underground metal scene. Uh, and so I know the guys just met him at the Viper Room in LA because I'm I'm not the original bass player. I joined in 2017. Okay. Uh, but I knew Ulrich not from Void Vader, but from a different band that I played with in a similar uh, situation in terms of like wanting to take him under his us under his wing and kind of like you know just guide us through the recording process and give us a, a platform to you know at least like a, a branching off kind of point. So we all met in LA and he dug the Void Vader sound and he did that first dehumanized EP, which is the first thing that I heard that I was like, oh yeah, this band's going to be sick. Um, Cause Eric actually asked me to join the band like a year before I actually did. I had some other shit going on and he was like, Hey, you got this band. You want to play bass? And I was like, I'm busy. And then a year later we all linked back up. Um, and the last time that we recorded with Ulrich was when we put out a single for put away wet which uh, is on Stranded. And then after that, we started working with Bill Matoyer. He's the engineer that actually recorded Stranded, and Bill's worked with all sorts of different Metal Blade Records artists. Uh, he did all the early Slayer stuff as an engineer, and he did all the early Fates Warning stuff and Sarah's Ungle. And I know he did some guitar tracking for Slime and Punishment by The Waste. And he, I mean, he's just, you know, both those guys are just all-out legends. So for these first two releases we have to work with them is like, you know, it seems like we're onto something pretty cool if these guys are stoked on it. You Fuck know what yeah. I mean? And working with Bill, he, he just lives in LA, so it was pretty easy as far as um, just getting there. You know, it's tough to to cut out. You know, right now this is definitely not how life is for us normally. I usually have like two or three other jobs, and then we 
start rehearsals at 9 p.m. and we're out of there by like midnight or 1 a.m. and then back up at it. You know what I mean? So for Bill to be in L.A. and close and just have it be totally easy is is nice for that it's not like an added stressor, you know, because recording is very different than playing live. But as long as you uh, have a environment, a nice environment to work in where it's not like wicked hectic, you can kind of knock it out pretty quick. I think I was able to do most of the bass in a couple of hours, you know. Wow. Nice. Very proficient. Yeah. Bill made, Bill made <laughs> it easy. You know, just show up, do the damn thing. That's what we're here for, right? The sooner we get it done, the sooner I can get out to you guys. So that's kind of where my head's at is show up prepared, you know. So, this is a job. We want to be professional about it. It's the most fun job, but it's it's serious, you know. Yeah, yeah. You want it to sound good. And speaking of uh, some version of trying to be professional, I actually <laughs> I have it noted here that Ulrich did the uh, – the EP and not the album. I just read my notes backwards <laughs> and said it backwards. Oh, no, it's, it's all good, man. I'm just, I'm just, you give me a chance to talk, I'll just start talking. Man. It drives <laughs> Lucas nuts, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. so how long, how long you been doing the bass thing? Uh, I've been playing bass since I was 15. I'm 26 now, so 11 years. I started playing guitar first when I was 10. Uh, and believe it or not, the reason I started playing was. Uh, not because I saw School of Rock with Jack Black, but I just saw kids at like my age of 10 just like shredding and it kind of made it like, you know, I could kind of see myself doing it as opposed to like wanting to be Johnny Ramone or Jimmy Page and just like, you know, there's no way I can be that good that quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, But that's kind of what gave me the, the uh, idea to just fucking do it. So guitar from like 10 till I was like 13. Then I started playing basketball and then I, didn't make the basketball team in high school and was like, fuck this. I'm going to play heavy metal and grow my hair out and be an angry little kid. And <laughs> now we're here. <laughs> an angry little kid. So, you know, and now we're, now we're here, you know, so, so what, so what kind of influences, what do you, what do you listen to? What, you know, what would you describe as your uh, style or, you know, what my, I mean, my favorite bass players, Cliff Burton from Metallica for sure. Um, Larry Graham from Sly and the Family Stone. He's definitely not a, a metal dude, but he pretty much invented slap and he's got, the best pocket around. Um, when I made the switch from guitar to bass, all my favorite bass players played with their fingers. So, you know, it's like Frankie Bello from Anthrax and Steve Harris and Getty Lee and John right. Paul Jones from Zeppelin. Um, yeah, dude, you know, just all that Jocko. I actually had my aunt dated this, uh, this really talented session drummer named Bobby Economo and he and Jocko were like really good friends growing up in Florida. So that was a, that's a trip just to like have that kind of weird Jocko connection. Right. Um, yeah, dude, I just like listening to music. You know, I've been listening to a lot of, I've been listening to the OJs a lot, which is like this cool seventies band right. from Philly, uh, for the love of money and you know, the love train and all that kind of shit, but it's super bass heavy. And like a lot of, a lot of like nineties hip hop, uh, just to change it up while, you know, cause like either working out or skating or whatever, it just kind of gets my head in a different space. So, uh, I just, you know, I just like, I just like something that grooves, you know, like our, our stuff, I think part of the reason our stuff works is because the riffs are heavy, but it's got like, you know, you feel your head banging. It's not like, uh, it's pretty straightforward you know, it's not real technical, yeah. which is to, not to say that there's nothing wrong with that. Cause Lucas and Eric definitely shred and there are technical parts to void Vader, but, uh, you just gotta be able to, Steven Adler from Guns N' Roses said you got to get the, the hands clapping and the feet stomping, and that's how you know you got a good song, which is just like a funny thing to say, but 
uh, there's some truth to that. Rob Zombie always wants to make sure the strippers can dance to his music, so that's cool too. <laughs> I think that the, I think all three of those things probably connect in some way, shape, or form. For sure. It's supposed to be fun, man. Yeah. We like Van Halen. We like to party. We like to make people laugh. We like to have a good time. It's only supposed to be a good time. I think that's kind of what's missing from from heavy music and rock and roll in general. Like most people, everything's been so heavy for so long that everybody hears heavy metal and, you know, they think Rivers of Nile or Cannibal Corpse or right. shit like that, which is not necessarily bad, but it, it it's, is. Uh, that's extreme music for extreme people. It's for the against the grain part of the world, which most of us are not that way. That's why we listen to heavy metal, because we're not most people. You know what I mean? So. Yep. Yeah, it, uh, it's Void Vader's got something cool in that it's it's heavy, but you can sing to it, and you know we like sneak the radio hooks in and shit like that. But it's just it's just music we dig writing, you know. Like Stranded itself has kind of all different songs. It's not like a real, but it works. You know what I mean? Like it's it's six different styles of rock and metal, but it's or eight, I guess. But I could keep, I could talk for music about forever, dude. That's all I love. That's <laughs> yeah, all I no, it's do. that's. I could, I could give two shits about anything else. So far, you're one of my favorite guests ever, just because you can and will fucking just talk, and it's all interesting. Um, well, that's the most important part. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, as long as it's interesting. If it's whack, you can just you know hit the button and send me into the fiery <laughs> hell like Will Ferrell and Austin Powers too. <laughs> um, so. I guess we have to ask where where did the name come from? What what the hell's Void Vader? I mean, we know, you know we know you're not an original member or whatever, but I'm assuming you know the story or I the got, meaning. I got all the info. Dude. Okay, I'll just, I'll just I absorb it all like a sponge, and I'm the one that has <laughs> diarrhea. In my all right, <laughs> spew away. So Void Vader, the name itself comes from a time when Lucas, uh, lead singer, guitar player, was living in this shitty apartment in Koreatown here in L.A. Uh, and there were two elevators at this apartment, one that left like network and his exact words. I've heard him tell the story more than five times and he uses the exact same number each time. So, you know, it's correct. The other elevator only worked three or four times a week, which is like, does that mean like days or just like three or four times and that's it. Uh, so it just didn't work. And he used to get all stoned and pretend like, I don't know, just like a doobie thought like, Oh, that's the, the void elevator, the void Vader. So, wow. so that's literally that's literally where the name comes from. Uh, Eric and Lucas, at the very beginning, they were kind of just jamming, and they got a dude to play bass and drums, and they just needed like something to call it, just so they could have a name. So it wasn't supposed to, uh, you know, take over, but the band picked up, and you know, you Google Void Vader on, online, you find everything. Way it's. It's V. There's not a million band names with a V, you know what I mean? So it, it kind of stands out and is at least a little bit memorable. Eric tells everybody it means Darth Vader and Vader in Spanish, which is pretty <laughs> funny because most of the time they look at us and go, no, it doesn't. And he just goes, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is legit one of the better uh, fucking band we name stories. It is pretty funny. That's, that's, that's definitely the one that, that gets the most traction or that's the one that's pulled out the most. Uh, you just get so bored on the road though. One day Lucas was looking on like dictionary.com or some, I don't know like how he got over to looking at an online dictionary, <laughs> but he found that any word that ends with Vader and like a cultivator or activator or I don't know anything like that. It implies like an action. 
So Void Vader is almost implying like you're going out into the void, which is like kind of synonymous with touring, right? Like you're just kind of going for it. Well, and there you go. Traveling around the country or the world, you know. So that's a little like a little deeper, heavier meaning on a, on a Saturday for you guys. Uh, uh, buddy, it's all right. I got enough beer in me that I can understand the deeper, heavier thing. <laughs> uh, speaking so of the live shows. Three. Speaking of the live shows, uh, you guys... Uh, through all the pictures and videos and things that I've seen and read about you guys, you have a bit of a, of a, a reputation, a bit of an approach, it, it appears. Uh, all this being the very long way of saying, it looks like you guys have a lot of fun. Oh, it's fun as fuck, dude. Must be nice. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's it. This is, this is all this band wants to do is play music and travel the world and make each other laugh and fucking meet people and just do the damn thing, you know? You got any good tour stories? Any good show stories for us? I have all sorts of crazy shit we could talk about. Ready, um, set, go. <laughs> uh, crazy show story? I mean, I got, you know, crazy shows, like crazy rock star shows, and then I've also got shows where we're playing in, like, Chinese buffets. So, take <laughs> your pick, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll take one from each category. We'll take crazy okay. show, we'll take okay. something shitty, and then something random. <laughs> and then something wild. All right, so last, uh, when was this? This was in August. Last August, we were on tour with San Sanhedrin from Brooklyn and Slawfeg from San Francisco. And we played up the coast with them up to Vancouver and back and on our way back home just so we could like get some gas money and have a chance to sell some more merch instead of just like hightailing it all the way home. At least that's what we were trying to do. Uh, we had a show in, in Medford, Oregon at this place called Madame Wong's. <laughs> no, that's not it. It's called the Boom Boom. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> King Wa no, that's what it is. King Wa's Bamboo Room. Either way, you uh, just threw out three great band names. Yeah. Madame Wong's actually was like a cool punk club, I think, back in L.A. during the 80s. But so we're playing there. We've, we've got our, our buddy Jim that has this band called Silent Storm. And so that's kind of why we're doing it is because he's got this show going on that day. Uh, and it was fine. But after like being a week on the road and just kind of like doing it, like to have a, this show is kind of like a bus. Like I'm playing bass and there's people walking past me to go to the bathroom and kind of like i'm not gonna move out of my your way just because you gotta piss like, right go around as a band playing and so that shit's kind of annoying but uh jo our joey our drummer almost got like he's super allergic to shellfish and so at this chinese buffet i guess one of the deals was like oh yeah you can have access to the whole buffet except nobody told us that until like after we played and everything <laughs> was loaded up and all the food was gone <laughs> so i guess joey had ordered some sort of like shrimp something or some sort of like noodle dish and there was fish in it or shrimp in it and he said no none of that and so he had a fucking like wicked allergic reaction so that was just like a uh, absolutely fucked show um <laughs> you know good times gotta love it it's pretty punk rock to like oh and bathrooms the bathrooms are worse than like your elementary school like, the <laughs> stalls themselves are like how do you am i supposed to sit one cheek down and like put the other leg behind my head like what <laughs> it's yoga uh, shit <laughs> i got I got nothing but love for shit like that, though. Like, it's, I'm not mad about anything like that. You know, it's a Chinese restaurant. They're not supposed to throw metal shows. They just do it because, you know, they can, which is cool, you know? So that's a pretty pretty gnarly one. Uh, our battery and alternator went out on tour one time. That kind of sucked. 
We were stranded on the side of the road for a couple hours when it was raining. Yeah, especially if both um, of them go out. We've been lucky, though, dude. Like, knock on wood or whatever the fuck I'm supposed to do with over a, a Skype call. But uh, we've been pretty lucky as far as, you know, some real serious shit. You know, like, we we like to party and have a good time. But we also got to get to the next gig the next day. So we try not to, like you know, just get in too much trouble. We try to stay undetected. That's the goal. Like our van isn't, it looks like a van, you know, Arizona PD junior police department stickers on the back and shit like that. You know, fire department <laughs> stickers. It's not like the goal is not to be a target. You know what I mean? Cause you hear about so many bands getting their shit broken into. And, uh, I mean, you know, part of the on tour, you sleep in the van, Lucas and I've had to sleep in the van on, uh, in Brooklyn just so nobody jacks it, you know, or just takes gear or whatever. Cause that ruins the tour. Yeah. That's um, so real, we've been lucky in that sense. Like as far as like absolute terrible shit, battery alternator is pretty bad. Um, Eric left some gear in Maryland when we were in Indiana before that's kind of just like how it goes sometimes. But as far as, Hang on, hang on, hang on. Left some gear in Maryland when you were in Indiana. Those states aren't close to each other. Yeah. How the hell does that happen? No, I know. It's fucked up. <laughs> uh, we, we played in Frederick, Maryland, and then had a had a wild night and forgot. Eric forgot his pedal board, and I think like this uh, toolbox case that has all his cables in it. Oh, my God. Um, and I think it was propping the door open, so nobody saw it in the dark. And oh. like everybody did a dummy check, like we have everything, yep, good to go. And then, so drive, you know, that day was like an 18-hour drive or something stupid, uh, Frederick, Maryland to Indianapolis, Indiana. And Indianapolis always treats us really well, so we were stoked to be there. So we're loading in, and Eric's like, uh, "Where's my stuff?" And we're like, "Fuck!" So he doesn't have it. I think there was a guitar center literally in, uh, like the parking lot. Like, it was this huge parking lot that had this, like, bar and grill with a stage, and that's where we were playing. But they also had, like, a big supermarket and, like, a guitar center inside of, like, this whole giant – it wasn't even a strip mall. It's just, like, a complex, you know? So he was he just had to buy, like, the the bass pedals to make his gear work. He didn't, like, rebuild his pedal board. He just got, like, a couple of things. And then uh, – <laughs> it's actually a really funny story. And then the bartender from the bar Maryland shipped it to him but sent it. I don't know, like, because it was Eric's card that was set up for it to, like, send it so that way this bartender didn't have to pay for it. He sent it, like, express or, like, wicked fast priority so that it would get to, I don't know, I think he was getting it sent to Texas because that's where we were going to be. And it ended up costing him, like, $530 (laughs) because the guy sent it way faster than it was supposed to be. So, of course, like, the next two or three days, we're waking up and Eric is just, like, screaming at his phone because he's getting, like, updates about how expensive this is all costing him. (laughs) And he's on the phone with this bartender trying to work it all out. Poor Eric, dude. He always has some, like, crazy shit happen to him on the road. But we get through it. So, uh, but, yeah. So, he ended up getting the gear when we were playing in Arlington, Texas, at this cool-ass brewery out there called Division Brewing. They've got this, uh, like, record store comic book shop that they turn into a venue and have shows in. So, pretty sweet. That's fucking that, – that's equal parts – Fucking horrific, awesome, and hilarious, and oh, it's, terrible. It's glorious, dude. It's glorious. Holy macaroni. It's always, it's always good. Speaking I've had old guys try to steal, like literally 70-year-old men try and steal records from the merch table. That's always funny. What do you do there? Do you just, like, <laughs> sidekick their cane out from under them? Or? Not sidekick the cane, just 
I, cause I worked with kids for like eight years growing up, like from 17 until pretty much a couple, like, I don't know, a couple months ago. Uh, so I'm pretty good at like de-escalation and all that kind of bullshit. Uh, so I just went over and pulled it out of his hands, <laughs> 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 which is, which is not anything that you, you know, as far as de-escalation, but it just was literally bragging about, I look pretty good for being 70, huh? Not bad, not bad. Hey, can I see that record? And then like turn around and walk away and I'd be like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no God. Of all the things to steal, the most expensive thing it probably cost you guys at that table was a fucking, oh, well, man. it's just like, you don't. You don't care. You're just being like a 70 year old dick in Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, real quick, because uh, you brought up the gear. What you know, Clint is a, a bassist as well, so I'll go ahead and set you up for you guys to oh, get right to uh, to nerd out a little bit. What do you what What do you rock? What kind of bass? What kind of pedals? What do you like? I'll give you the rundown. I use Fender basses pretty much exclusively. Uh, so I've got two precision basses and two jazz basses that I love. I have Seymour Duncan pickups in them. Um, I use, for the most part, I've been using the Ernie Ball uh, like heavy slinky strings, which is fifty-five to. What do you tune to? Fifteen. What's your tuning? Uh, we usually tune half step, and okay. if it's not half step, it's half step drop. So okay. Some of the heavier like down tune stuff is just it's like C sharp, and then everything else is dropped to half step. Yep. So kind of like. Kind of like how Van Halen did it, like Unchained is that same way, and all the other studio stuff except for the 1984 album is all half step. Um, and we're a huge Van Halen fans, so that's kind of part of the reason we do that. I know mm-hmm. Zach Wilde does like a, a lot of half step shit too. Metallica does some half step as well. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think all Alice in Chains. So, so my head is a Mesa M9 Carbine. Um, which is wicked. It's it's a pretty mean sounding amp. I always thought it'd be an Ampeg guy, uh, but I was in the market for a new amp a couple years ago and just was playing amps at different shops. And this one screamed at me that this is the one I needed to get. New, it's like sixteen hundred, but I found it on Craigslist for like eight, which is sweet. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I so I use that. It's got, you know, like a it's got a graphic EQ in it also, mm-hmm. and it's just got a mean sound to it. So I use that, and then I run a. An electro harmonics bass di i think the the model is like a Battlestar blah blah galactic i don't know it's something funny <laughs> like that uh but it's got distortion as well as a like a di shape for the sound so that gives it a little more uh you know gain and just attitude and then i also use a a visual sound route 66 overdrive pedal like the pedal itself like literally looks like a route 66 sign it's pretty sweet nice uh, and that's just that's usually I, I mean, I have like a bass boost, like, you know, like we're, we're pretty loud in your face kind of band. So there's parts where there's going to be more bass than not. Um, there's a bass solo on this new record, which is pretty sweet. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Channel on the, the inner Cliff Burton at the end of one of the songs. <laughs> so there's a, there's footage of it on, on our social media somewhere on Instagram or Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you know what? I should upload it to YouTube today. Maybe that's what I'll do just so it's easier to find. Uh, it's from a song called Great Fear Rising. We played it uh, on this last tour. Um, and then what else do I have? Uh, I use a go-go tuner, which the guys hate, but I like it. <laughs> we all we all got them for free, and they stopped using them, and I still use mine. So um, I want to get a chorus pedal, and I my buddy just gave me a, an old wah of his. I'm going to start busting out the wah, which is pretty cool, because that's like some super cliff shit. <laughs> uh, and I like... 
like that chorus sound on like a, a clean bass tone just because it's like a Duff McKagan, Guns N' Roses kind yeah, of thing. So. Right, right. He, uh, I, Duff... never, I never thought I'd be a pedal guy, too. I mean, I'm not really like a pedal guy. I just have like a pedal board, but it's just cool. It just it adds a bunch of cool shit to what you already got going on, you know? Right. Uh, Brian, what? remind me about Duff McKagan after this. There's something I've been wanting to who's, point out who's to Who's he? He's the bass player. I know who he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw him in concert. Okay, good for you. He's the best, dude. He's such a fucking badass. He is a fucking Huge stud. Duff fan. Huge Duff fan. Um, well, Sam, we're going to let you, uh, we're going to here soon, let you get on with your Saturday and whatever fucking coolness in, in entails and, a Saturday in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Jeez. We're, right. in, we're in Columbus, Ohio, com- the complete like 180 yeah. of Los Angeles. <laughs> we played Columbus before we played the tree bar in Columbus. Hey, <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> That's, that's where we conducted we a, we our first. Actually, that was actually a really fun show. There was a, like an open mic stand up deal beforehand, and we played. And that have you ever been there in that, that yes. crazy tree room with all yeah. the lights and? I mean, we're smoking weed on stage. It was sick. Uh, but so we, you know, there weren't like a ton of people in that room when we were first playing. And so after like the second or third song, I went outside, everybody's smoking and hanging out, and it was all the comics. And I was like, hey, if you guys come in and check out the band after each song, I'll let all of you guys like roast us for a minute. <laughs> and I kind of caught them off guard, and they were like, what? Uh, and then they came in, and, and it was totally awesome. I think there needs to be more like comedy metal shows. How long ago was this? Uh, 2019, the Skeleton Crew Tour, so it was probably like May. A year ago. Fuck, man. <laughs> I am um, fucking upset that we, we recorded- did not... We recorded two like live uh, music videos at this production studio called uh, Daily Grind Productions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we know those. Do you guys. know those guys, Jordan and Tobias, and everybody? Well, I mean, through the internet, through yeah, the social medias. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I mean, we met that. We met Jordan at at that tree bar show, and that's how we had literally how we did that. Wait a second, we, which we Jordan? Played. Jordan from Weed Demon. Uh, I don't know if he's in a band. Yeah, he I think it might. That night, and he had like a municipal waist shirt on. He used to, he used to have like real big like mutton chops. Yeah, I I think it's. Anyways, not to sidetrack you. Keep going. Um, but we so we played that show, and then we had some other shit to do, and then we actually came back to Columbus to record the music video. So I think we played in Louisville on a Monday. The next day we had off, so we drove from Louisville to Columbus recorded the music video, drove down to Nashville because the day after that we had to be in Memphis for a show. So we were we went Louisville, Columbus to Nashville all in the same day. It was oh, pretty Jesus. wild. I, wait, I think what do you have any recollection, just ballpark of what the dates were in May of this? Does this matter, Clint? Uh, it does. I think I, I know why I we could, didn't go. I could find out pretty quick. I think it What's might it have been the weekend of Sonic Temple. That sounds right. I think it might have been the weekend of Sonic Temple and that's why we didn't go. Anyway, some other cool shit going on. That's happened a couple times. We've been playing, like we played Chicago, and then Cannabis Corpse was playing. We played Oklahoma City, and the Sword was playing. I know you guys have had Kyle on before. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kyle and Eric, I got to know each other pretty good just because the Sword and Gypsy Hawk toured a couple times together. I think. Um. Yeah. yeah no, we Gypsy Hawk. So Sonic Temple's always been really cool to us, and you know we we go for free and all that stuff you, you so. give me a free ticket to lamb of god uh, yeah, yeah I I, i'm not gonna yeah <laughs> but anyways um so uh and we'll we'll circle back to this after we're done here um but 
we're going to let you get on to your Saturday there in Cali. But first, we're going to stupid this up. Yep. Uh, Brian? Here we go. So we're going to do... Actually... Whoa, shit. I got a rebear. <laughs> I got a rebear. Hang on. I'm not waiting for him. So anyways, uh, quick rapid fire segment. Uh, two choices. Um, pick whichever one you'd prefer. And Clint loves to tell you that you're wrong, even though it's personal nice. preference. Uh, that's how he lives his life. And he's back, so we're because ready to wrong go. Is wrong. So the first one, coffee. Do I get to spit back at you? Well, if you, why I course. think you're wrong? Of course, of course, okay. <laughs> of course. Sweet. Coffee or tea? Coffee. All right. Toilet paper, under or over? Under or over? The, the way it's on the roll, not how you wipe your ass. <laughs> oh, I was, I was thinking. I, was like, <laughs> I can see him on the video. Get up uh, to do it. Over. <laughs> That's like the third time in a row someone thought that. Anyways, the Beatles or the Stones? Uh, Neither is acceptable. I think the, yeah, I know. I know. I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, I like the Stones' music more, but the Beatles were tougher. Okay. I always heard the Stones were like rich kids. Okay. Stones, Stones is the Stones, answer. There you go. Stones has better, Stones has better music. Um, Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. I know this, I know we're talking to a bass player, but it's on here. Hammett or Hetfield? Hammett or Hetfield? Hetfield, for sure. Uh, beer or liquor? Ooh. Uh, I'll say whiskey just because. What's your favorite whiskey? Favorite ever in the history of America? <laughs> yes. Um, I'll tell you what. We'll expand it to planet Earth. <laughs> okay. Well, there's that Nebulon whiskey that's pretty good. Just kidding. Uh I mean, Blue Label is really good. I haven't had it a lot, but my brother turned, my younger brother turned 21 a couple years ago, and I was the cool big brother and got him a 200 bottle of whiskey. That shit's nice. good. Uh, I like Bullet Bourbon, though. Uh, Bullet's good. Whistle Pig's good. Whistle Pig. Uh, any, anything Glen. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I just like saying that because of Swingers. I don't drink a lot of Glenn Levitt, but John Favreau goes all crazy. Uh, Anything Glenn. Louise Stockham Thomas. Louise Thomas Stockham, sorry. I would like to point you out directly here just for the past 30 seconds of conversation. Please continue, Sam. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's all good. I was just saying that uh, John Favreau and Swingers talks about anything Glenn. That shit just makes me laugh. (laughs) I'll tell you, I'm stuck on... um... Uh, Buffalo Trace. That's where. That's where I'm at. With, Buffalo Trace is good life. too. Yeah. Buffalo Trace is good too. Uh, um, just to be clear, I, I have any. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't think I have any good whiskey. I think I only have like Cuddy Sark right now or something like that. And there's not a lot of it left. Uh, technically, you got that one wrong. The answer is beer, but. <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, I'm, I, I'm with you. I'll drink beer all day. I got a bunch of beer in the fridge. What time is it where I am? Nine forty-five. <laughs> For a beer, I think. I think that's when that's when Clint started. I think it was like ten minutes after that. <laughs> All right, couple more here. Uh, the woods or the ocean? I think we know the answer to that. Uh, fuck, woods are sick though. I like to go camping, but let's call the beach. Ocean okay. for sure. Uh, fall or spring? Uh, ooh, let's go fall. For all. What is it? What's what do you get? All the all the know, marbles for all the marbles. Okay, yeah, right. this is this, this is the is, big one. This is sausage links or sausage patties. Links. No, no. Uh, it was so nice knowing you. He's gonna have to ninety-eight out of a hundred. <laughs> so close. That's that's the deciding factor. That's it. So close. The, the shape of your pork. <laughs> We're not even gonna air this episode now, man. <laughs> so close. Yeah. 
Dang, this is like Mega Man all over again, bro. <laughs> Back to the beginning. Mega Man. This is like Mega Man all over again. All right, Clint, you're up. All right, dude. It's obviously been a lot of fun. Well, I, I guess I won't say obviously. It's been a lot of fun for us. Uh, oh, and yeah, obviously it's been fun. I've had a blast. The uh, and, and, uh, We're going to get you out of here on the tropiest of tropey questions, but at the same time, it, it, you know, it can be fun. You're, you're <laughs> it's all good, man. I'm stuck to be here. You're stuck on an island. You get to take one album with you. What's the album? Oh, fuck me. One album. Um, Some people have gotten clever and picked a double album, just saying. Ooh. Well, if that's the case, I don't know if I'd want to listen to, like, physical graffiti over and over again, though. Well, maybe, because there's, like, all sorts of different music on it. Uh, One album? You guys suck, dude. <laughs> um, now I'm looking around all the posters in my garage <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah, that one. Take all the time you need. The, the fir- well, the first one that came to my head is There's a Riot Going On by Flying the Family Stone. Let's go with that one. All right. And I guess to add this first time I've, I've really thought, what and what medium would you take? Would you take a CD player? Would you take a, an iPod? Would you take a record player? I'd take a record player and try and figure out how to make a generator out of some right. coconut. Right, yeah, just plug it, sand, <laughs> plug it into a coconut, and <laughs> off you go. <laughs> I, I've, this is the first time we've ever had any follow-ups to this question, and we're going to have two. Uh, Let's do it. You mentioned physical graffiti there, uh, mm-hmm. and I see a chance to tell you that you're wrong again. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is your that's favorite Zeppelin not, album? I don't like that album. It's what? not that I don't like it. It's just that let, let's get down to brass tacks here. What's your favorite Zeppelin album? Two. Okay. Nailed it. He fucking, we are going to air this episode. My boy Sam fucking saved it. Redemption. Nailed it. That is the. (laughs) Eat shit, Mega Man. (laughs) Take that. Not this time. (laughs) Nailed it. That is the fucking answer. Sam, this has been a ton of fun, man. I hope your Saturday is twice as fucking good. And uh, we appreciate you coming on with us. Thanks for having me, man. Let's do it again, or I like, can talk to Lucas and Eric. Get them on, too, if you want to talk to them. Shoot us some, some of that new music as soon as possible. We'll put it up on here as soon as it's ready to come out, and then uh, when it yeah, comes out, we'll get absolutely. you back on and, uh, and do this all over again. Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it on right, all counts. Have a good one, man. Check out Void Vader online. Check us out YouTube. Subscribe online. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Bandcamp. Check it all out. Big Cartel. Buy some merch. Link, in the, link in the description of the show for all of that. All of these links in Perfect. the bio. Yep. Perfect. Have a good one. I love it when a plan comes together. Oh, man, dude. Going into that, I thought that, you know, there was every reason to think that this was going to be fun. And then, you know, when it actually happens and it's fucking twice as much fun as he thought it was going to be, that was that was a lot of fun. Sam's a good dude. Void Vader. That, too. Void Vader are a lot of fun that if you haven't already and if what you've heard already hasn't been enough to warrant checking them out, I'm telling you. Check them out. It's good. Uh, also, should be mentioned, special thanks to Matt Bacon, because I don't think this happens today without him being fucking cool. Um, Check him out, Bacon Bits and all that good stuff. Cheers to Matt. This is my post-interview beer. Mm-hmm. After my post-interview pee. Mm-hmm. And post-interview silence, waiting on you to finish. Sam, I hope your first beer of the day is uh, delicious, and or liquor, whatever. Going from all that, uh, 
ridiculousness into some awesomeness with Void Vader's monster.
There you have it. Yeah. Some more Void Vader for that ass. I told you it was fun. Should we spell it for him? V-O-I-D space V-A-T-O-R. I know I don't have a space in there, Brian, but it's supposed to. There's, it's two words. Yeah, I know. I know, Clint. I know things. <laughs> I know some things. <laughs> I don't believe you at all. <laughs> Now we got we got to do. We just got to go to another song. Now we're going to another song, and this is episode two hundred and thirty-three of Clinton Bryan say things wrong. I'm going with Aetherius here. Absolutely. All right, we're in agreement there. Uh, it's some fun. Let's not gotta it, spell it for him. I tell you what, it's not fun. Spell it for him. It's it's very serious, and it's spelled E T H E R I U S. Yeah, you know what? Fuck that. I got that right. It's yeah, Aetherius for sure. Um. The Eye of Ra? The Eye of Ra. It's uh, it's some good progressive instrumental stuff. Where are they from? I have no idea. Why not? Because I don't have that info in front of me. Oh. Because I didn't get that far. It, uh, you, uh, you might give that a listen. It's, All right. Well, let's listen to it. Let's do that. Let's see if it's good or not. And go.
What do you think, Brian? Not bad. Oh. Not bad at all. Look at that. Very chuggalicious. High praise from Brian. Yeah. You know, I'm not a instrumental guy all that much, but uh I roll. There's a lot of whittles going on in there, Clint. There is a lot of whittles. <laughs> and I'm not a whittle guy, and I, I still know. like it. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Says the guy, me says not liking instrumental stuff as he's writing a an third instrumental <laughs> instrumental album. <laughs> All right. See you at Christmas. That's a good. We got a good ball rolling here. How we, we gonna, do? How are we going to ruin it? Let's pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke that we're not going to waste a whole bunch of time explaining. No. Um, we told it once. Go I am. We it. did. It's on the uh, White Nails show. Yeah. The uh, yeah yeah it is. I'm all looped up now. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to continue on with a song and a band that was pointed to us, pointed out to us by our good friend Ebony Jeanette. Of howdy, Ebony. Hi, Ebony. Ebony Jeanette Productions, I think it is. I'm sorry, EJP, something like that. Finder, Googler. That she's, name? Yes. Yeah. She, she's going to come up. She's on our Instagram and all that stuff. She is. And she is more metal than you. The fucking coolest. And she is more metal than you. Uh, she pointed us toward these guys, and we're going to point you toward them now. I'm going with Anova Skyway. Anova. And this is a song called Diet of Love. Yeah, Anova. A N O V A N O V A. You gotta spell every. This is episode one of Clinton Bryant's spell thing. A Nova Skyway song. Died of worms. Don't mind if we do.
Yes? Where? Now. Okay. There you have it. From some chugalicious uh, metal to some, I, I don't know, I'd call that alternative metal. Do something a little bit different. Figure why not? Sure. I haven't heard it yet. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun stuff. It's good. It is, I mean, if Ebony likes it, I'm on board. So there's that. But Ebony likes us, so... Well, she didn't say that explicitly. (laughs) I I think she's just willing to go along with us because... She likes you. She she just likes... Anyway. Yeah. She likes what we do. Something like that. Yeah. She likes to support the metal stuff. And we are metal stuff. Allegedly. Allegedly metal stuff. Speaking of of allegedly metal stuff... Speaking of things we are... And shameless self-promotion. Uh, fucking month late. We uh, we like to include one uh, local act at the end of our slew of songs. And this week, it, or this episode, is going to be us. Yeah. Our band Insidian. We because got, our album finally came out. Yeah. We got stiff-armed at the uh, release of our album with the COVID stuff. Um, had to cancel our um, CD release album, so we just go went ahead and... Just put the album out there and said, fuck it. No one cares now. I definitely, anyway, there's not a show. There's <laughs> right. <laughs> put it out there. We have physical copies. If you want one of those, we're on Bandcamp. Yep. And all that stuff, which, uh, you know, I might as well just burn now because we were only going to sell what we are going to sell at the album release party. So now it's, <laughs> it's a big waste. <laughs> what a big fucking waste of time and money. And um, Other but, than that, it's been really great. Yeah. <laughs> And we still have sh- upcoming shows that I'm sure will not happen. Right, that will get canceled. That, I'm still bummed out about that album release show getting canceled, man. That was going to be so good. That was a fun lineup. Yeah. I hope that we can get that rescheduled. And uh, that's Mo- my, Moment of Silence. That's, that's the last <laughs> I have on it. So here is our song off our debut album called Grim. Debut album. Debut album. We are in City, and this is Accepted Deception. There's actually a video for this song, too. There is a video for this song, a playthrough video. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was a good day. All right. Here it is.
Well, was there it good? Go. Was, was it bad? Was it good for you? You let us know. Yes. Don't, don't let us know. We our egos can't handle it. No. I, I don't know whether to tell people to only give us bad feedback or... That, that's really all we want. That's, all, that's really all you and I want. Right. The rest of... Anyway. Yeah. So, check it out. If you, you know, it's free on all the streaming things, and you can listen to it for free on Bandcamp a few times, and you can throw some money at it, or you can just leave it on the sidewalk to die. We don't care. Or you can buy a fucking physical copy. You can buy it. And no we'll really, send yeah. you a CD... And a sticker. And a sticker. Guess who personally mails those out? I do. Brian. Yeah. That's that was part of the fun in making. And I'll that. autograph it for you. <laughs> we want them to buy them. <laughs> that was I. I kind of wanted to add that into the post yesterday about the whole Bandcamp thing about you know make Brian go out in the public and mail these to you. <laughs> Which I, I ride my bike to the post office when I mail them out. So boy, oh boy, I need some I need some cardio, guys. Send me send me away. It's like three and a half miles. <laughs> it takes all 15 minutes. Man, oh, man. Um, uh, thanks to Pig Hog Cables. Um, they were used in the making of that album. They absolutely were. So there's they, that. Uh, if, you haven't, if you don't have a Pig Hog Cable, what the hell's wrong with you? Get one. Use it. It's good. They, uh, What's it sound like? It sounds better than what you sounded like before. Oh. So whatever good. you sounded like, you take that and you add good, and then you get that through the pig hog cable. You think it's a special braiding lining they use in there? It's like, um, it, I think it's um, like it's angel pube. I think is what they weave in there. Yes. <laughs> Why are you looking behind you? I, because I thought that maybe there was an angel behind me <laughs> donating pubes. Donating pubes to the pig hogs. Uh, we uh, <laughs> completely. I, 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 I can't. I'm trying to get my head around angel pubes. <laughs> Um, uh, review us on iTunes if that's where you're listening uh, in the background you've got more Void Vader it is the uh, what is it nothing to lose again it's, I, I got lost in it for a second there. I'm lost completely it's just so weird not being in my basement I'm sorry it is nothing to lose it is nothing to lose anyways send us more music preferably stuff that we can find on the streaming sites so we can point people towards it uh, we are on all the social media channels as long as all the social media channels are Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter because you don't want to see Brian and I on fucking TikTok. <laughs> Dude, now I want to. <laughs> I never, that never even crossed my mind, but now I fucking want to. Well, you know what? Join Shannon on the TikTok. Oh boy. <laughs> I Come. didn't even fucking think about that. <laughs> That might be coming soon, considering TikTok. Yeah, let us know what you think about that. Yeah. Uh, anything else here, Brian? Thanks for... Uh, I'm done. Angel Feuds and TikTok, we've really outdone ourselves. We're out of here. Free!